Hello, beautiful humans, and thank you for joining us for this episode of Spilling the Tea on Leadership. I'm your friend who overplans everything, Jack. And I'm your friend who only plans naps, Derek. All right, Derek, what are we spilling the tea on today? Flexibility. High kicks, cartwheels, tumble, spin. He has a book of gymnastics in front of him, labeling these things. Good, good reading. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But no, flexibility. It's a great topic. What does it mean to be flexible, like in the context of leadership? It means stretching and getting pants with stretch in them. Oh, mama. You don't want to rip those pants. Well... No, that's things I consider for the workplace. But flexibility does look a little bit like stretching, right? Or looks a little bit like remaining flexible in a sport. Because in leadership, you do have to prep yourself. You have to do some sort of warm-up. You can't walk into a new workplace and just dive on in um, and say you're the leader. You have to feel it out. You have to take a moment to understand where you're at and prepare yourself for success. You have to take moments to pause. You have to take moments to... Bend down, reset. You know, calling Audible, we had to be flexible because we overestimated our ability to be able to train for this half marathon and be able to put out the podcast for our three listeners. Uh, But we did. We had to say, okay, let's push back the podcast for a little bit so we can finish our training. And mama, we ran our first half marathon. We feel like actual runners. I feel stiff and like I didn't stretch enough. Well, brings us back to flexibility. But <laughs> in in that regard, right, we did have to adjust. And although in the moment it was like, oh my gosh, we are terrible people. We have I mean, no ability to be a leader. Why are we recording this? Yeah, I think I struggled with it too because like I, I, y'all, I don't do well with change. Uh, and which I think is something a lot of people can relate to. I think a lot of people inherently struggle with change. And that's, I mean, that's what being flexible is really about. Yes. And it's understanding how much you are struggling with change versus others around you. And how much like you being flexible is an internal struggle rather than you actually feeling like you're disappointing some other people or negatively engaging or whatever. Yeah, that hits me hard because like I know one thing I struggle with a lot is I send a weekly email to my team that kind of outlines like what what the expectations are and sometimes um, I don't really have anything new or like relevant and so my desire because like I want that consistency of this weekly email sometimes that supersedes my ability to be flexible and so like I'll be in a position where I'm, I'm struggling to determine what's more important having that structure and consistency or just being like, oh, hey, I don't actually need to send this. Like, will, will it be missed? Is anyone, is anyone going to care if I don't send this weekly email? I struggle with that. Yeah. Sometimes you have to sense what are other people going to take from that, right? What might their response be? And really, if you have nothing to say, I'm certain that nobody needs an extra email in their inbox, particularly in this virtual year of COVID. So taking a moment to reflect in that way might be helpful. Um, for instance, when you think about in addition to meetings, or in addition to emails, we often have regular meetings or things that we stick to mm-hmm. as leaders, and we feel like that's a way for everybody to come together. It keeps that communication flowing, all those other positive leadership aspects. But really, if there's nothing to be said, then don't meet. People are going to respect having their time back a little bit more, and you need to take that moment as a leader to be flexible and that you're listening and being responsive 
um, and showing that you really care about other things than just keeping this rigid flow. Yeah, that can be tricky though. I just I will say like this past year, especially at the end of this year, we've had in my school we've had like so many meetings canceled that I think it does tend to lead to like a huge disconnect in building communication. So I think absolutely important to like listen and be responsive and cancel meetings when they're not necessary. But you know, don't cancel every single meeting every week. Well, no, but something with that is the communication element of it, right? So talking to people first before deciding to do that, maybe getting feedback, like, would it be okay with you? Do you have anything to offer at that meeting that you want us still to get together, even if it's shortening the meeting at that point? But some sort of acknowledgement that you are doing that, it is breaking up the flow and giving purpose behind it, then you've covered all of your bases and will earn more respect in that way. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good point because I'm definitely someone who like enjoys a certain level of structure and like, I want those systems in place for the purposes of communication. Um, but I, I guess I also struggle because I don't want to be seen as like a failure if I don't, like if I don't send that weekly email, I don't want, you know, someone to say like, oh, you're failing as a leader. Yeah, has anybody ever said that you're failing as a leader? Yeah, me. Yeah. Me, mama, I'm the judge, jury, executioner. If I don't send that email, like, I literally will punish myself internally instead of just breathing and being like, it's okay. Girl, take a breath. It's going to be okay, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have some podcasts for you to listen to before we do ours. you got to take a moment and get yourself regrouped because that is you judging yourself. Nobody else is coming in and slapping you in the face saying, ah, you're such a terrible leader. In fact, I know more people who would just respect the fact that you listened and did something a little bit different. Um, too often, we don't mix our flexibility in with structure. In fact, for your own self, you might add some of those flexible moments into your plan, right? For your weekly email, there might be an evaluation point where you say, do I have extra things to add? Maybe this is where I outreach to others to see if they have things for the meeting and make a determination to cancel or not. When it comes to teaching, right? I know I was always taught in my traditional training that you have to have plan B. And if you're really good, you'll have plan C and D. If you're somebody who needs to write those things in every time you plan a lesson, awesome, do it. Because then that's going to help you feel set up for success and it's going to let you be flexible and responsive to the needs of your students and have an ultimately better outcome and allow you to lead more successfully. Also, if we don't remain flexible, we become brittle. I love a good piece of peanut brittle. I love the crunch and the snap. Girl, I feel so triggered right now. Literally, I'm so sorry, Tiadra. On my the science final, which I don't write, the district writes for us, um, there was a question that used the word brittle, and I had a student straight up, it was about layers of the earth, and I had a student straight up ask me if that was the candy, and I was so stressed. A child after my own heart and blood clots. <laughs> but, no, that's so true about ourselves as well. We think of, like, the earth's crust crumbling and snapping. If we don't build in that flexibility, we will do the same thing. It's not healthy. And ultimately, we're going to burn out. That's true. I guess the more I, that resonates with me, because, like, the more I take care of myself outside of work, whether it's running or yoga or playing Age of Empires until 1 a.m. and eating nutty bars, I absolutely <laughs> find that, like, when I'm more like taking care of myself when I'm practicing those things, I'm definitely a lot more flexible and dynamic during work. Yeah. I've talked to several people who say that they intentionally change their workflow 
one day a week or, you know, I know when I've taken one day a week to just go somewhere else to work versus be at the house, it's so much better for my spirit. Like I feel the energy change and it helps me be more productive and better for people around me. Otherwise I'm just like a freaking dementor. Like <laughs> joy. <laughs> what a sound effect. Y'all, I do have a dark cloak that I just want on. Just kidding. <laughs> Would you say that I'm just like, so I'm so sorry. I'm like stuck with this image of you like <sighs> sucking the life and joy out of everything around you. My last name used to be Hoover. So I used to make that um, vacuum noise because, you know, the Hoover vacuums. I'm, I'm upset. <laughs> so anyway, flexibility. Flexibility, mama. <laughs> Um, you know, you are really just in general are a very flexible person. I mean, like every single time a share song comes on, you're on the floor doing the splits, yeah. rolling around. You've always been really flexible, at least since I've known you. Yes, and I've learned her song. Do you breathe after the split? No, that's not her song. Do you? Be- also, did you say bereave? Like bereavement? No, like breathe, because oh, I'm worn breathe. out after splits. <laughs> I thought you said girl. bereave, and I was just like, I am so. Used right now. Girl, remember that part about listening? I, <laughs> that's our next podcast. How to act and listen. And I will sit silently for the entire podcast. Place bets to see if it'll actually happen. But there's other parts of active listening. Ugh. Do you think that when, you know, because again, like you have been someone who like split cartwheel, tumble, spread eagle, etc. Um, how important, cause you do mention this a lot to me. How important do you think stretching is to your flexibility, both physically, but also like in your leadership? I think stretching is critical. Otherwise you end up with sore knees and calves like me during our running, because you have to tailor your amount of stretching to the amount of change that you're about to bring onto your body. Mm. The same goes for leadership, right? So if you know you're about to enter this large change, you have to prep yourself. You have to build out this longer schedule of stretching to readjust your mind, to readjust your spirit and your energy, to readjust your planning. There's a lot of things that you have to do to really set yourself up for success. But like, what does that look like in your, like in, in your job or right? Or in leadership, how can people stretch? Yeah. So in my role, for instance, um, I worked at a startup, that I still work at, but we were acquired and taken into a new organization. But during our time as a startup, before we made that shift, we were constantly changing. Everything was new, evolving all the time. And so we had to be agile and ready to just do something different the next day. And so I think if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready, as our lovely friends always tell us in the drag world. And I think it applies to work as well. You have to think what are you doing next or what could happen next and be ready for that. Um, I think about even process shifts in my workplace. I knew our processes as they existed and constantly in my mind was thinking, if this changed, how could it change for the better? And if you're always thinking about that improvement mindset, that growth mindset, what is yet to be, um, it kind of keeps you on your toes and ready to make that shift at any point. That's a really good observation because I think... Even it's like in the context of school, I think when we ground ourselves in, okay, like whatever's going on, like, you know, how can things be better? Even if you're not 
I'm not saying spend all of your time thinking about it because that can be its own like cycle, like spiral, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But like, if, I think if you have that general mindset, which I, you know is what we tell students to have, right, is this idea of growth mindset. I think it then inherently makes us more flexible when things do change. Yes. The Power of Yet. Is it Carol Dweck? Great book. You should check that out. Uh, talks about growth mindset. You know what? You know what? My goal. This is not a real goal. Well, maybe it should be a goal. I want to be able to do splits like you. I want to be able to like. I want to be able to tumble cartwheel and then just like do splits in my classroom. We should probably not do that. It wouldn't be the first time you ripped your pants in public. Wow. Actually, not even my first time at school. I remember two years. I think it was two years ago, last day of school. I like. I was playing soccer, which when I play soccer with the youth, mainly just involves me like shoving them out of my way. But I, I definitely like ripped my pants last day of school in a really embarrassing way. So let's recap how flexibility is essential to leadership. Tandra, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so flexibility, leadership. Yes, flexibility. It means really knowing when things need to change or be different, which comes from asking questions. And by listening, listening to yourself. Quiet Coyote. Yes. <laughs> Very that. And we also talked about how flexibility and burnout are related. So, like, if you're not stretching and practicing flexibility in your personal life uh, or at work, like, you're going to burn out because no one system or structure will keep you fulfilled forever. Whether that's the a structure at, at work that you're relying maybe too heavily on or if it's something in your personal life, like Pizza Fridays. We love Pizza Fridays, but eventually there comes a point where you, you got you to gotta change. You got to grow. Yes. We just had some yesterday. But we also ran this morning. That's right. Well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Once again, friends, I'm Jack. And I'm Derek. And if you'd like to continue this conversation, check us out on our Facebook page, Spilling the Tea on Leadership. Or our website, truthsonleadership.com. Until next time. Keep shining. And make good life choices.